Welcome to today's Sticks and Dirt Kid Bit Podcast. Thank you. It's a Christian-based kids ministry broadcast for the family of oh, teachers, I'm not even listening. volunteers, and like creative soul winners, sharing experiences and experiments. Welcome back to Thank Sticks. Thank you. Welcome back to Sticks and Dirt Kidman Podcast, and Lord, we are in full form and fashion today because we're all hyped up on Starbucks. We are hyped up on Starbucks right now, and after today's podcast, we're going right into a kids uh, kids church uh, meeting about our new theme we're working on. No, and we're ordering Chinese. Wait, so yeah. She's still gonna call, yeah. But I'm we're like, I'm like worried right now for everything. Oh, we ain't gonna be worried about nobody. <laughs> yeah, if, but what if it gets messed up? But we're gonna order Chinese for thank Hong you, thank Kong you, Gus. Fooey. Gus Plensky China back there Fu. on the band, uh, I'll polka dot band on, on cue with the sound effects. We appreciate that. And uh, I don't know how that kid carries around that gong all the time for I that one opportunity. I don't know either. So, but anyway, uh, we've been uh, waiting for a while to do our perspective on the Jungle Book. Well, oh. And uh, oh, the, the original one Jungle Book uh, Isn't yeah, that night? the one with Robin Williams? No with, uh, No, not Brendan, that one Brendan Fraser Bre- Who? Brendan Fraser George of the Jungle Book George, George of the Jungle Book Oh, oh like the yeah. live version of it? Yeah No No, George right? of the Jungle no, This is the original 1967 Tarzan uh, Is he Australian? Bro, my parents were born when We that watched was Tarzan I was, I was a year old Dude I Yeah, old. I was born in 68 Crocodile so. Dundee? Huh? No, Wait, the no, Jungle so Book. You weren't. You weren't a year old. You were still a year away from being. born. I was a year away from being born. I was, that's what I meant. <laughs> you were. You were dead for a year. You were dead for a year. I was dead for a year. I was non-existent. <laughs> yeah. B- no, I was in the womb. I'm probably in the womb, right? One year before Randy. Yeah, I was. I was conceived. I like how you're asking us. I was in the womb, right? You guys, you know, you were there. Yeah, help me. Help me think. Help me think. Help me with my thought process here. Think. Anyway, this one right here. Yes, it is. Little John Good. We need the Pooh's voices in here too, I believe. Yeah, it's the Walt Disney um, Jungle Book. Copy movie strike. Yeah, we're gonna get struck on this one here. <laughs> actually, on a podcast, it doesn't matter. I don't think. I think on, on a podcast, you actually get to get away with all that stuff. So, uh, all right. So, what we the reason we're doing this is because, well, I think we enjoy it. Whose idea was for Jungle Book? Travis. Travis's. No, it's Travis. And I remember. Listen, he wanted to do. Uh, he wanted to do Never. Jungle Book. And I think we're kind of enjoying this. I think we're doing this because we kind of break it down and give a perspective on it. Because uh, it deals with kids, and it kind of gives you, like I said, fodder to extract something from to, for a teaching moment, maybe. Maybe extract a scene or a clip out of one of these movies and do a, a biblical parallel next a reflection week, on it. Next week yeah. will be Skyfall. <laughs> Skyfall. That'll be for the youth, though. You do that for the youth you class, right? Are, are, are these movies like limited to Disney? I'll just show them. I mean, you I, have we're not going to do these too many times. We'll, Jared we'll has do them every so often. John Wick VBS. He's been working. Oh on. my goodness! Oh, that's <laughs> weird. You're John Wick VBS. <laughs> no kids. We're not doing John Wick VBS. Well, that's so hard. He dropped his. But it's going to be a youth. Oh. It's going to be a youth VBS. 
So, um, all right. <laughs> I, I watched it. Now, I watched it uh, last night, but I've seen it so many times when I was a child. It was one of my favorites. So, I literally sat down last night and played it, and I started typing in my notes on my phone. Uh, my perspectives on it going through the, you know, in chronological order, as far as the scenes go and everything. So whenever a scene was on and something come onto my mind, I jotted down a couple sentences about it, and I went through the whole thing. So I have just about as much on this as I did Lion King, maybe not as much. So uh, I want open up and see who wants to jump into it first. I'm thinking Travis does since he wanted to watch Jungle Book. I don't really remember why I suggested that. <laughs> oh, I think nice. he just... I, think, I thought you I liked know. it. I thought maybe it was just a good one maybe. of your favorites or something. I mean... Mm, you just saw a ring it like, on. I just Apple like Bare Necessities. One of my favorite. <laughs> it all started off very Mosesy. Mm-hmm. Mosesy. Explain that to me. The kid in the basket. Oh, Tarzan. Okay. Right. Is his name Tarzan? Yeah, his, his name? name's no, Tarzan. No, not Tarzan. Oh. <laughs> Mowgli. <laughs> oh, oh, that's why they kept Mowgli the mind cup. That's why they kept calling him Mowgli. So you guys will just kind of offer your opinion on a clip or certain scenes. I'm going to kind of go through the whole thing, not okay. to bore you, but go. Who wants to go? Uh, that, that was my opening. Like, it all kind of started off yeah. very <laughs> Mosesy. Okay, then, I, I didn't, oh. didn't really notice much. I couldn't. Oh. I'm not too smart. Um, after yes, you after are, Travis, <laughs> after the Mosesy part, I felt it was kind of like um, Jesusy. <laughs> like um, <laughs> really, like because like he's getting because like the what the guy the uh, they're coming back, so he has to leave. Um. Kind of like King Herod, kind of like, kind of like with Jesus. Like when he was born, everyone was trying to hide him from King Herod because King Herod wanted him dead. So, what the king is coming back, and they were er, King Herod was trying to destroy all the children because he heard the Messiah was coming right. and gets, takes place. So he was trying so, to destroy like, the children. Most of the story, they're trying to get him out of the kingdom and exile him. Interesting. And so I kind of felt like it was like that. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. I see what you're saying now because they're trying to get him because they're saying he's coming back and you can't be here. You're, he'll kill you and. And they're trying to get him back to the man village, and yeah. everything's after him to get him. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. was it the king? Was it what is necessarily who's coming back? Is it was it the leader of the wolf pack? Jafar? Or was it Shere Khan? Khan? I think Shere Khan, Khan was coming back. So yeah, Shere Khan was coming back, and they were like, "Well, he's." I still can't believe I did that. Shakira. He was kind of like the ruler, and they were like, <coughs> mm-hmm. "Cough it up, fuzzball." Here, water. Yeah, he needs, he needs. She needs some Deer Park water. But yeah, if he's coming uh, back, best I can do is toilet water. <laughs> we don't have Deer Park with us, do we? No, Alexa, next time you cough, let us know, and I'll hit. I'll hit the cough button like this. Gotcha. That gotcha. way, no one will hear you yeah, cough. It was like a two to gotcha. three minute one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, that's see. I never. But yeah, really he's thought about coming that. back, and they're like, if you're here, he's going to kill you. So they're trying to get him out, kind of like when Jesus was born. They were trying to keep him protected, keep him in Bethlehem, and yeah. Go on, get. See, that, that's that's a good uh, idea there. So who wants to jump in? One next? thing we more. saw also was uh, um, the snake, obviously, like, tempting. Mm-hmm. The hypnotizing. Tempting, yeah. hypnotize. That's uh, what I was going to say, so thanks for taking that. Oh, you you <laughs> well, it's pretty else. much, you know, given any time you see a snake, you're going to thank the tempter yeah. mm-hmm. in, the, in the Garden of Eden and things like and, that. So. And he had the hypnotizing powers, which just makes mm-hmm. it even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you get that part, Jared? Did Jared, I get that part? Jared didn't even watch it. He, he just like he's like toss. This has been three weeks in the making. Jeez, <laughs> I feel like you just sat there in your Dude. living room. You just contemplated: should I play or not? You know, you just. <laughs> I don't watch TV in my living room. On the toilet, whatever. 
Wherever you watch TV. Um, but anyway, who else wants to hop in there next? That's all I had. That's what all? about the bare necessity? Right. Talk well, about the song. Talk about the song. Well, do you, you talk go, about Jared. it? Was it say? I don't you? even. What's the premise of the, the song? The bare necessities though? is the fruit. Um, yep. Off. Off. Well, the train of the is it to the extent of like, just like you need, you like wants and needs, wants versus needs. Like, think about when we talked about the, the bare Lion necessities. King. Like, who uh, cares about? You don't need it all. You know. <laughs> yeah. Be content. Uh, in today's age, it would be called a Suckers. minimalist. Yeah, there you go. Dude, I want to be a minimalist so bad, but Megan won't let me. Like, blue is a very... Um, <laughs> I literally want to get just this same pair of t-shirt, have eight of them. Why then, is- but Megan won't let me. I got the same, same thing for my stretchy pants. Same pair of t-shirt have I, eight of them. These white what stretchy pants, that? I literally have like a dozen of them. Why well, you use a lot of They say that if you just have the same thing, you're not going to think about what to wear, so you don't waste your brain energy. I just have these nice stretchy exercise pants. Uh they're comfortable and they breathe and it's like I don't like jeans no more they're too heavy your pants breathe yeah <laughs> they have a respiratory system yeah, We're like you. anyway back to the jungle book here um, uh, yeah the bare necessities like I said think about when we talked about Lion King the Hakuna Matata easy for me to say and uh, it's kind of the same little parallel there the little you know laid back take it easy don't worry about nothing type character that's what Baloo was yep. and uh, I'll explain what I think it interprets to me but uh, black bear, I've never seen a blue bear before. I know, first blue bear blue. or a blue gray bear. Blue so, <laughs> any other stuff? Well, um, I'm trying to remember what I thought the the monkey was that King wanted Louis. to yeah, King Louie. Yeah. yeah, he whenever he kidnapped Mowgli, and he was like, "I just I need the fire." It was like maybe he was like, "I, I need I need what you got." Oh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's a. I got, I got that in the notes. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I need what you got. You got to show me how to get what you got. Because all he wanted was the fire. Yeah. So and, I feel uh, like there's okay. a, a lesson in there. There is. I mean, I don't really have the lesson. Just, I just know that, he yeah, just, you, he that's wanted a good the fire. talking point. Yes. That is a good talking point. Oh, yeah. And anybody else? Because once I start, man, it's going <laughs> to... Go, I, it, no, I mean, like, there's nothing there. I'm, I'm trying to make a connection. I just can't do it because I'm thinking and of then, the scene with the yeah, vultures. The ju- hey, the, bo- the Beatles, <laughs> the Jungle Book, yeah. like, the Beatles, the Bible. What, what do you want to do today? Yeah. I don't know. What do you want to do? Yeah. The Bible. Well, don't start uh, that again. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm trying. Weren't all the the vultures with the Beatles? Are they supposed to be like? That's the exactly. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, the vultures reminded me of the Beatles because yeah, it was back in the '60s. Yeah, they even had just like the Beatles and everything. Yeah, yeah, and there was four of them. The hairdos kind of look like it. So now I think. You're probably uh, Wingo. Oh, you think you're having? I think you're trying to extract a a Bible parallel to a scene in there. Um, you don't have to, but I mean, because none of mine really. I don't really go into like straight Bible parallels and stuff. <laughs> it does lead to it. Maybe it's just more natural psychological type stuff with kids growing up and things that you face in life. <laughs> Which, when you talk about those things, it does connect to the Bible somewhere, and uh, so that's the the way I'm coming from, I guess. When I when I do all this and go through these things, and because uh, I'm weird, and this is the way I think. <laughs> so, uh, first of all, if, if you watch the Jungle Book on uh, Disney Plus, which that's where you can get it at uh, now. Yep, yeah, I know what you're uh, saying. Yes, same for Peter Pan for all of them. As soon as you turn it on, you get these disclaimers 
of warning. Uh, some of the content might be offensive to some indigenous people and, you know, and blah, then, blah, blah. Just, I'm about to puke. And then, like, it took me out of trying to find things that would relate biblically because I'm trying the whole time to figure out what they're talking about. Exactly. Like, so, what's, yeah. offending so like, what's, what's offending you? What's offending you? What am I beware. supposed to be offended by in this <laughs> <Yes>. movie? <laughs> Of a, of a tiny Tarzan <laughs> raised by wolves. I don't understand. And so, He's yeah. He's only wearing a, a piece of cloth. I, yeah. I literally looked up and, and oh, seen that as it was fading that. off, and I knew exactly what it was, and I just kind of sighed and ugged, and then, then it Did started. Did it offend you? No, it just, it sickened me. <laughs> it offended me. They need I, to take that disclaimer off and just put snowflakes beware. Yes. <laughs> so, uh um, anyway, uh, this is what I did. I, of course, Mowgli's our main character here that we're looking at. Uh, the child born into the world, uh, naturally. Mm-hmm. And so he's born into the jungle. The jungle represents the world and the system and things out there. Because we say that uh, the, the world, it's a jungle out there, right? It's a jungle. And so I'm looking at this as Mowgli literally being a child born, raised up, and he's being becoming exposed to the things and uh, edicts of the world out there. So nature itself is formed as a path for him to uh, grow up in life. As a, and as a child, uh, he has his childish desires, and he comes into contact with um, lifestyles and situations that are adult. And this is how you know a lot of children may per- actually perceive certain things and may not realize what they're facing as a child, and how they handle it. So he's about to be introduced to uh, several faucets in life here. And uh, uh, so the, the the world itself is full of both precondition and malevolence out there. So there's good and there's bad. And as a child, he's trying to weigh all this out. And um, uh, the wolves were in the first part. Uh, a long time ago, I looked up, I started looking up animals and what they mean, you know, these, these spiritual means. Wolves, I think, always were synoptic to being a protector. Mm. And wolves, are the, wolves are the only, like, uh, species that will actually take something else in really? awesome. as its yeah. own. Yeah. Yeah, that's been, I've that. heard that. You're good. And so when they oh, say... Oh, I know I am. It's very good. <laughs> and so I knew I'd get it out of you, Jared. I knew you had it in you. And so the wolves being a protector is, is very fitting right here, and this is exactly what they did. And so they're... they're in your in your life as a child, there is a protector for you. Okay, that could be your parents. Uh, the wolves at this time were his parents. You know, as a infant, until he got on his own. Uh, Bagheera, he was the um, Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, to me, he represent because he follows Mowgli throughout this whole thing. Once he gets on his own and leads him to the man village, to me, Mowgli or uh, Bagheera is his his natural mature instincts or common sense type inside of Mowgli. I took him as his guardian angel. A guardian angel is a good idea. Okay. Took uh, him as the Grim Reaper. His Grim Reaper. <laughs> <laughs> That's sheer con. You can, we, make, we, <laughs> can make the connection maybe, I don't know, with the, um, what was the, the lesson that we just had? In, oh, On Messed Up Sunday? Yeah. King Joash? Yeah, in the, the priest... The priest that uh, took care of him in the yep. temple. Yeah, like the there black, you go. The black panther, like a guardian. Yep. So, uh, but to me, uh, Bagheera is probably more of the common sense that is manifesting on the outside here, and it's uh, what's really happening on the inside of Mowgli. And so, uh, it it's trying to drive him into growing up. It, it's a natural process that every child has. And every child has this this common sense inside him that hey, I'm gonna have to grow up one day, 
and you also have a, a blue in your life, which is your immaturity. So the child has these, and notice Bagheera and Baloo are the two characters that stay with him till he reaches adolescence. Mm. And they don't tell him what to do. They're just with him all the time. And they're influencing him. And, he, and Mowgli, him, Mowgli himself is deciding to follow Bagheera mm. or Baloo. It goes back and forth. And sometimes he runs away from both. Mm-hmm. So this is like an internal conflict of a child. And so I think th- this is what's happening here as he's being introduced to the world. So um, Bagheera, I think, you know, represents that common force, that common sense force inside of him and guides over and watches over him. And he knows Mowgli will arrive to his adolescence. It's natural. Every child is going to arrive to that stage of adolescence, become a teenager and become an adult. They're going to get there. And then there's Travis. And then there's Travis. I thought Travis was like, no, it's not true. I'm just thinking thinking of you said the one is the the common sense. And then I'm thinking of the scene when he sees the girl for the first time. And then he's, I think Baloo says something like, oh, yeah. What does he say? He, oh, like, he's gone or something like that. And he goes, we've lost him now. Yeah. It's something like so that. So you hilarious. lose all your common sense when you see it. <laughs> yes, yes. That was the funniest part. <laughs> Happens to me he, every day. Yeah, the balloon. Yeah. <laughs> oh. If only you guys knew what he said before we started this when you were <laughs> What? Maybe all, all logic went out the door. <laughs> so um, I, here, I got a question. This yeah. might be going nowhere. So if he if he runs away from both of them, is that when he runs into the snake? No, he can't. Ah, dang it! Okay. But we're we're getting That'd there. That'd been interesting but if he ran into the snake by running away. From if you watch it, watch the This movie, is why you watch yeah. the movie. Thank you, thank you, because he did run into the snake twice. Okay, mm-hmm. and I, I'm, I'm getting there. So, um, but like I said, Mowgli and um, um, Baloo and Bagheera represent the common sense that wants to get him to grow up and, and do right. And then you have Baloo, who represents his Im- natural immature side. I, when I say immature, I don't want to say he's... Like, when we're as us as adults, we can act immature, and that's silly, okay? Fart noise. Yeah, yes, thank you. Um, like uh, this one. There, okay? That, that could, some people are like, oh, you're immature for doing that. Okay, well, we're doing this for the kids and, and stuff. Yeah. So, uh, But when you're a child... That's natural. You're given the past to act like that because you're literally immature. Mm. You're just, you're not fully developed yet. That's not a bad word. It's not a slang or or it's not degrading to a child. They are just immature. Mm. They haven't learned yet. And so uh, that immaturity wants to keep you immature because you're having so much fun in your childhood. You don't want to adult stuff. You want Mm. to become and say a kid your whole life. That's how you feel. But your common sense inside you, as you grow and you have this natural instinct, pulls you aside sometimes. And there's a spot in here in the film I caught that kind of reflects that as well, that tells you, hey, you might want to consider, you know, that being childish like this isn't going to last forever and you're going to need to grow up and take some responsibility. And so uh, jumping on to Ka, the snake, uh, I probably see something more sinister. Not, I'm not saying the film was trying to portray him as this, but in real life, I see this because children are exposed. The snake is what to us a what? You got? I think you said Wire. earlier temptation. Temptation, or he, what was he trying to do to Mowgli? He's trying to eat Deceive. him. He was trying to eat him, so that makes him what? Food predator. 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 That makes Ka a predator. 
So as a child, children, you have to be aware there are predators out in that jungle. Mm-hmm. Pedophi- pedophiles. Mm-hmm. Okay? He was trying to get his child and eating. He was after a child. So there, there's evil out. Like I said, there's malevolence out there in the world. There's evil out there. And what I like looking at is how Mowgli reacts to this type of a uh, threat. And if you, if you watch the cartoon, you'll see he has a little bit of courage and stamina mm-hmm. against this guy. He's kind of just walking all over him until he gets yeah. hypnotized. Until he gets hypnotized and starts squeezing him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then knocks his face off. So, <laughs> knocks his nose right out of him. <laughs> and so anyway, uh, he has, uh, Mowgli has some courage up against this thing. He doesn't know what the predator is. He doesn't know what the snake is for. He doesn't know what the snake's doing until it's almost too late. And children are like that. Sometimes they have this courage to get up in your face or into something they're not aware of until they get to a point to where, uh-oh, I got myself in too deep mm-hmm. type of thing. And that's how he treat, it was treated with Ka. That's how he responded to him twice. It happened to him twice. So Ka the snake is very hypnotic, and, and that, that's the way predators are. They try to lure kids. I'm not trying to say Ka the snake was a pedophile in the movie. I, 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 I can say, I can take that and reflect it into real life and say, hey, it's a jungle out there. You're running around yourself. You're following your immaturity or whatever. You've got to be careful. You've got you to stay close to your parents. Uh, the elephants, what, are they, what do you think I'm going to talk about? When the elephants come marching in, are they represent the something saints. very... When huh? the saints go marching in. <laughs> so, That's a good perspective. They were, they were just they were, terror, terrorizing they were the, the forest. They were taking down all the trees in their path. Yeah. Now, do you know why they did that? Is uh, in the song. They weren't. They wasn't terrifying nothing. They they was they they had a mission when they started marching, tearing down trees. <laughs> they was on a mission to to protect Mowgli because that that during that scene, uh, the the elephants to me represent. They were very military. They, mm-hmm. they act like a military, God, okay? God's grace. Yeah, they had inspections. Yeah. Coming they in there and do his hair. Ripping you out of your mess yeah. that you made. <laughs> mm-hmm. the, the elephants, to me, represent organization, discipline, and structure. Introducing itself to Mowgli. Saying Mowgli. And Mowgli was following in line, too. He was up by the baby elephant, and he, yeah. was, he was doing... When discipline is introduced to a child, and it's done properly... And organization and structure, they're interested and they'll they'll suit up. Okay, because they know they need that for the most part. Kids realize they need that type of thing, and so for a moment there, he he entertains the the discipline in his, that he needs in his life and the structure. He saw the organization and the militant uh, the, the uh, organization of the of the elephants here, and and it rouses curiosity. He was he wanted to be a part of that. Okay, and of course his immaturity takes him away from it. So, in the second scene when the elephant showed up, um, what it was, it, I think Bagheera showed up and and said, "I'm trying to get Mowgli to the man village, and Shere Khan the tiger is out there, and I'm trying to watch over and protect him, get him there as best I can." And the elephants decided, "We're going to help you." And then after that, you they they got in line and started marching through the jungle. Mar- crushing on the trees because Shere Khan at that scene was was eavesdropping and heard the plan. So the elephants were on a mission to go out and protect Mowgli and to chase away Shere Khan, but Shere Khan heard it all and evaded that. Mm-hmm. So off go the elephants on their mission, and you never see them again. Like the wise men. Yeah, okay. <laughs> there you go. 
And so they, they are off on their way. And so um, uh, there's something else about Blue I wanted to eat. Oh, the Bare Necessities song. When we introduce the, the Bare Necessities song, which is everyone's, I think, favorite scene. Uh, I remember singing that kid all the time. It was my favorite song of the whole film. And uh, it, it's just a fun song to listen to. There was two little things in that scene during the song that uh, it leads to a scripture in the Bible. And his, like I said, Baloo represents the immaturity, the lazy guy. And he opens, pulls up this big old boulder underneath are a bunch of ants working, getting busy and doing their thing and building their ant house and getting their food and all that stuff. And Baloo says, look at those ants. Look how busy they are. And he says, you don't need to be like that. He goes, just take it easy. Now, what does the Bible say about ants? In, in the book of Proverbs, or Solomon, I think it's Proverbs, it, it recognizes the ant on how uh, strong they are and how, how they work and how they're ethic. And it praises the, how the, the uh, characteristics of an ant. And it says you need to consider how these ants work hard and they, they build up for the winter and they, they work together as a team and they're, very, they're always busy, being productive. And so the, the Word of God talks to us and tells us we need to consider how busy those guys are and you need to take that as a lesson from them. Baloo, being the immature guy he is, brushes that off and tells Mowgli, to stay mature, don't worry about being productive, don't worry about being busy. And he does the exact same thing with the bubble bee. He goes, look at that bee over by the flower. Look how busy he is. Not all you need is a bear to say, so you just take it easy. And so he brushes off the responsibilities in life. And Mowgli, of course, what kid wouldn't follow along with that? And immaturity wants to adopt him. Baloo actually wants to adopt Mowgli in the film and mm-hmm. keep him with him. And he, even though he's going with him on their way to the man village, he, he's kind of made a, a, a union or agreement between Mowgli and Baloo that he's going to stay with him. And uh, Baloo's trying to keep him. So as Mowgli is uh, involved in his immaturity with Baloo and just taking it easy, if um, idleness, idleness wants, to, wants you to stay idle... Okay, and it wants you to re- reject the idol. Idols work as the I- devil's playground. Thank you, idol hands. Yes, yeah. and and that stair steps right to what I'm saying here. Mm-hmm. It wants you to reject the responsibilities of your adulthood and your life, and it goes hand in hand. Guess who was watching as Mowgli was taking it easy in his immaturity? Who was the watching monkeys. the monkeys? Uh, hey, hey, we're the monkeys, <laughs> and. Uh, to me, the monkeys, King Louis, represent monkey business. If, if you're immature all your life, monkey business is watching over you because it's, it's the next thing you're going to do. If, you're, if you stay mature all your life, you're going to fall right into doing monkey business. And becoming a pyromaniac. And becoming a pyromaniac. <laughs> well, okay, that's, that's one route to go to. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so... They kind of go hand in hand. A mischief, I guess, is a better word. So the monkeys watch Mowgli and Baloo, and uh, Mowgli is so mature and so laid back, he gets caught up into monkey business, literally. They come and take him away. And uh, when you get caught up in mischief, this is what happens as a child. You get caught up in mischief, people will take advantage of you. 
And that's what the monkeys, that's what King Louis wanted to do. He wanted to take advantage of the man cub because he thought the man cub knew how to do what? Make fire. Make fire. Okay, man's red fire. So uh, if you want to stay in the jungle and ignore getting to the man village, you know, get in, going on with your life, you can, or mischief will lure you into meddling with things you have no idea how to handle with, i.e. the red fire. The Mowgli had no idea nothing about man's red fire. He didn't know nothing about that. King Louis thought he did just because he was a man cub. Mm-hmm. And so... As this child has no idea how to handle adult things. And so the monkey business he got involved with, there, it's a jungle out there, and there's people who will take advantage of children. Okay? Not just sexual exploitation or whatever, but it will just take advantage of kids for their own good. Okay? So th- there's another danger in the jungle. Um, and there's a scene where, you know, monkey business wants something for nothing. Let me say that part. And there's a scene where Louis, King Louis, there, was he orangutan? Yes. Okay. Orangutan and, and Baloo comes in all dressed up looking like a monkey with the coconut <laughs> shells and, yes. the, and a hula skirt, which is funny. Uh, so we see King Louis and Baloo dancing together. So you see mischief and immaturity dancing together. But the reason Baloo was there was because he was there to save him out of this mischief. And so it's telling me a child probably has a sense that even though he's immature, he still recognizes to a point that when he goes too far into mischief, he's probably headed into trouble. And so mischief and common sense is the two things that pulls him out of that. So. Maybe Baloo isn't immaturity. Maybe he's just, he just represents maturity and the level of maturity that is needed for a specific point in your life. His, his nat- yeah, like I said, I was... Yeah, you're right. The natural immaturity, and like I said, it's hard to say, for lack of a better word for me, me knowing of a better word of immature, it's not such a degrading word as we, I think, try to receive it and portray it. But uh, yeah, his natural immaturity. And it also kind of talks about how, like, um, at one point there was a line um, where he's like, I'm going to teach him everything I know, and they're like... Well, that, that'll be quicker. Yeah. That but, I mean, will, that he was kind of, it wasn't even just a maturity. Like, he just only knew so much. And it, they didn't really all even play like he was dumb. And just, like, he only knows, you know, this capacity. Yes. And maturity is only so much you can do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. it's pretty simple to do. And comments was just saying, or Bagheera was telling him, say, this won't take long. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to teach him everything I know, Bagheera. <laughs> well, that won't take long. So, yeah, that was a that was a good Another good one-liner in there. Uh, the nighttime, when they were in the jungle at night, and they were protecting over Mowgli, Mowgli fell asleep. Um, this is the scene where Mowgli was asleep, and Baloo and Bagheera go off and talk. And Bagheera, common sense says to Baloo, come over here, I need to talk to you for a second. And uh, he's, he pretty much sets him straight and says, hey, he has got to go to the man village. He's growing up. And this is where... I said mentioned earlier where I think, and this was at nighttime when he Mowgli was asleep, and so after a busy day of playing around, being immature, and, and struggling with the jungle things out there, when you come in lay down at night, you begin to reflect on things, and you sometimes come senses with yourself. Even a child may do this. And so the common sense starts getting a louder voice and sets your 
natural immaturity in its place for a moment and says, hey, there's going to be come a time, you know, I'm letting you be immature now because of your age, but you're, you're approaching that part in your life real soon where things are going to change for you. And, and we're going to let you, just take you there, however long it takes, whatever decisions you decide to make, you're going to get to that point, whatever age it's going to be, and we're going to go off and we'll still be in your life, but you need to move on. So Bagheera had to set Baloo straight on this. And Baloo, of course, didn't want to let him go. He still wanted to keep him, but he nonetheless went with that. So um, I guess it's kind of an internal conflict that we all face as we grow up, even as a child. And when groundlessness and ineptitude succumb um, to wisdom uh, of maturity, uh, a divorce of oneself begins to take place. And that's what happened with, with Mowgli when he woke up. Baloo told Mowgli, said, hey, uh, I know we're having fun together, but, uh, you know, Bagheera's right. We, we need to get you to the man village, and Mowgli got upset and ran away. So he, Mowgli is now going into depression and feeling like he's been let down by his best friend. So this is something else that a child will experience in his life where, uh, that you know, he feels betrayed by everybody and everything, even his own thoughts and his own feelings, his own you know, his own childness, childishness, he feels betrayed by it. And he has to say, hey, I, I don't want to go grow up yet. But you don't have to do it right then and there, Mowgli, but it's just, we're just letting you know it's going to happen. Randy's doing like some self-healing right now. Oh, come on <laughs> now, right? <laughs> so, um, and then at this part here, uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I think he comes across a snake, call the snake again. Um, so, and then the elephants show up again for the second scene. There, I have, there's something there. There's a recall to discipline that spoke to me here when the elephants show up in the second scene. They got the charge to, to go out and protect uh, Mowgli. Um, the elephants paraded through at this time. There was a, I haven't put my thumb on it yet, so I'm just going to let it go. But there was a recall to di- discipline, had to come back into the scene again. In Mowgli's life, so I didn't. That's as far as I got with it. They're army recruiters, yes, military coming back. To <laughs> yeah, the structure is yeah. coming back. So um, maybe it's a step to uh, saying, "Hey, this is part of the process. Discipline's coming in your life." You know, maybe it's kind of that thing. It ain't going anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so the vultures uh, we talked about before we got started. Um, vultures are scavengers. Everyone seems to promise you your friendship, and that's what the vultures want to do, give them friendship. And, and they were, but they're still Using vultures. Mm-hmm. And they're going to wait till he gets hurt, crippled, and dies and eating. Yep. So there's vultures in your life out there. And then Shere Khan, pure benevolence and evil. Mm-hmm. Out there, in, in any face or form or faucet you want to, that's just out there after you. And so... Um, I didn't write no notes on the fact that the storms of life came in and caused a fire in the jungle, and Mowgli uh, used that fire off of a tree branch to chase off Shere Khan because Shere Khan was getting ready to come and get him. Mm -hmm. So there's a whole bunch of stuff in that little scene there that I I didn't put nothing on because I just kind of figured it's kind of like easy fodder or whatever. He got fired up to fight back. Yeah. Maybe that discipline... That militant type thing kind of got into him somehow, and he knew to fight for himself. 
And it was that big moment in his life where he picked up the fire, the thing that was going to help him grow, and that, that adult thing. And that's what the monkeys wanted that a child can offer. And this marked his life where this is time to move on. You picked up the fire. You did something very adult. And you protected yourself. I think I remember um, a sermon. Can't remember who preached it or when I heard it. But it was saying that um, sometimes after a fire, it fertilizes the ground and everything Mm -hmm. dies, but it grows back much stronger. Remember when we lived in North Carolina off Fort Bragg? Yeah. Do you ever remember all those pine trees, forest everywhere? Yeah. And they would burn them down every couple of years? Yep. That's exactly what that is. Hmm. They, they, literally, then, they literally set them on fire and fields and acres yep. and acres are on fire. There's smoke everywhere. Mm, oh, I hated that. And it smelled good from a distance, no, but once you drove through it, it was like, you know, but the soldiers were there watching it and it was yeah. literally to uh, help its regrowth. Yeah. And then there's a crab family song and it's called Through the Fire. Yeah, and of course. Sing it, yeah. Travis. Travis was yeah. singing this the other day. Like, two are you days serious? Ago, like on repeat. So yeah. I'm, I changed so. the words a little bit to be like dishwasher. Oh goodness! <laughs> yeah, he was talking about the dishwasher. You need you need to write uh, pin that down and sing run it the dishwasher one? again or something. something do, about the do we need to get the uh, soundtrack for that song? I'll and you run can it through the dishwasher again. Run it through the dishwasher said that the pot would not be greasy. Is that the Jason Crab song? He never promised yeah. that the crowd would not get greasy. <laughs> <laughs> so the, yeah, the, the pan went... would not be hard to scrub. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we had the whole. This we is had a good one. Room. Oh my goodness! That, that's a good one. You need to write that one out. Yes. So the chorus when he never promised that the cross would not be heavy or the hill would not be hard to climb. <laughs> he never offered our victories without fighting, but he said help would always come in time. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. So, you're, on, you're on a roll with that. So, there go, Travis. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's it. Uh, Mowgli, uh, childhood has a limited uh, blindness of courage to evil. I, I, I mentioned that earlier. Um, but the way he, the way Mowgli encountered Shere Khan, the pure fear, the pure evil, he kind of stood up to it. He didn't because he didn't know what it was, and that's dangerous. That's dangerous to a child to to face up to something that's as evil as Shere Khan was. And then didn't realize uh, how de- what kind of situation he was in until it got real heavy. And then, of course, common sense and inventory come in there and help save him through the end of it. So you could say that because, <clears throat> like, throughout the movie, you know, it's like he's always been, you know, especially by the monkeys. You know, he was always identified by the fire as human, right? So when he picked up the fire and fought away. You could say is like like you could represent like the fire with like the word of God and mm-hmm. you know he fought off you know evil with the fire because that's what represented him was the fire because that was something that was produced by man throughout the movie that's what like, the whole well, well it was yeah. actually produced by God because lightning hit yeah. the tree oh, yeah. and now the monkeys thought man well man mm-hmm. learned how to make it you know how to how, you know how to reproduce it mm-hmm. but uh. It actually came from the heavens, from God at this time, initially in Moe's life, and uh, he learned how to use it. So, yes, Justin, that's that's very good to take that analogy of the fire, of the Word of God or the Holy Ghost or whatever, inside of a child's life, and he has the power to 
chase off the devil. And it, well, he took he took charge and assumed his identity. You know. Yes. Because like like I said, he was being like represented throughout the movie as you know man creation. You know they can reproduce fire, and so it's like he took charge and. And you know where else he assumed his identity in the very end? Whenever he helped carry the water. Bingo. He knew his identity. He he seen a girl. Oh yeah. He yeah. seen a girl. It, it's the cushy lovey scene. And <laughs> and he, he just fell gaga over this girl and all the one liners from Baloo that just Floria. <laughs> oh, we've lost him. He's gone. <laughs> He's not coming back from that one, you know. And uh and what was very touching in the end after he goes off into the man village chasing this uh girl. Uh, helping her with the, her, she was carrying the water from the river, and he was helping carry um, the, the Baloo and Bagheera. Like Baloo was going, "Come back, come back," and Bagheera was going, "No, go, go." <laughs> yes, yes. Common sense was saying, "Go on, you're, this is where you need to go. You, you've made it." And Baloo, the immature, that you know, the childishness inside of him is saying, "Don't stay, stay here. Yeah. Let's go, just let's go back to the river and flick off the bees and squash the ants," you know, and. <laughs> And uh, he made his choice to move on. So, uh, there you go. Bees are buzzing in the tree to make some honey just for me. When you look under the rocks and plants and take a glance at the fancy ants, then maybe try a few. The bare necessities of life will come to you. Jared, if you had your kazoo right now, oh, it would man. sound really good with this. This would be a good kazoo song. I don't have my kazoo. Yeah. So. All right, we'll move on to Toy Box here right after this. Yeah, man. S&D. All right. Um, we Is are... this where we order our Chinese food? Yeah. Go ahead and uh, excited. Do you want to uh, text Tanya to go ahead or call her? Whatever. You, I mean, if yeah, you want to call, call her, her, I don't no. know why you want to call her for. She's right in the other room. No, not Wait, did don't. you did you put in your order? I don't I'm see your eating. order on the. Well, what do you mean you're not eating? Got, well, he's not here for the meeting. He do, doing do you that. want something? No, we'll get you I'm something. I'm going to my parents. He's not eating. Oh, anymore. okay. He's, you still have your stopped. parents' house in the basement? Yeah. All right, so we're ordering our Chinese food because after we have our toy box and our all request hour coming up after this, um, we will um, have our Connects Kids Church meeting and um, yeah, part two. And uh, before long, we will have and share our new idea for our new kids. Somebody can take it and pat. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, we'll already be into it. Here's looking at you, Disney, and we've actually already talked about it as an idea that spawned here a while back in a few podcasts. And uh, so, but we will uh, share that with you gladly once that time comes. So let's move along into our. Seinfeld Welcome to SND Kidman.com. Thank you. 
<laughs> the talk show podcast. We are 101.928 on your podcast dial, the big burp. Uh, the only podcast on that podcast dial. No masks are required to listen. Uh, like I said, you can visit our mothership at sndkidman.com or all of our social medias are on that page. Facebook, Instagram, uh, Maybe MySpace is on there. I don't know. Everyone's connected, if that's even a thing still. But not Twitter. Golden Corral. Oh, we messed up. No, no, you did it again. No, no. That's coming up. He's listening. He's trying to. He's learning it. Uh, Subscribe and like and share, please, if you would. That'd help us out. We'd appreciate that. Find our podcast at your local Walmart. Easy for you to say, Randy. Find your or find our podcast at your. You know what? Let me take that out of the podcast real quick. Oh, uh-oh. Yeah, hold on. Podcast edit. Find our podcast at your local Walmart, Target, Starbucks, and wherever fine podcasts are sold, but not Twitter. at Cracker Barrel. Twitter. <laughs> we love Cracker Barrel. Oh, yeah, you like can quack- get out. Cracker Barrel, yes. Crack- Old Depot. No. <laughs> You both can get out. <laughs> not you don't a like Cracker Barrel? Not, not a Golden Corral. Get out is my thing. Weather and traffic every 14 on the 32s. Well, and our, coming up. With Bob and the S&D uh, traffic and weather sky jet. Hi, Bob. And there he goes. Right now, the lines are open. All you have to do is dial or text 9 with your question or comment. And when you dial or text 9, Taylor will answer that text or phone, and we'll put you right on the air not as bad. long as we're here live. We changed the number to 11. Mm, oh, no. We are talking about... Justin, let, you let the cat out of the bag. But we're Breaking talking about... News. Oh, no, because where, where, we, where was the cat even? <laughs> yeah, because it, 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 we get so many people calling in, only one line of uh, nine. We were thinking about uh, opening up line 11, so they can call Ooh. nine or 11. Nine or 11. Yeah, but not uh, at the same time. But no, not the same no. time. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so not us. it was building up to that. Uh, so the all request hour is coming up later after the toy box with deep kit deep kit <laughs> podcast kittens? edit. Deep kittens in the bag. You just need to record this and then speed it no. up. No, <laughs> it's too much of this. This is fun. This is too much fun here. The kittens the are all deep in the bag. Hour coming up later. Deep kit. <laughs> Podcast edit. Deep cuts, no hit. <laughs> Jared, say it, Jared. Deep kids, no right, huts. Right, right here, where it says, see that magnet right there? The magnet. Or, or, I mean, the uh, teddy bear. Just read that Why one. Is it all different. Like, <laughs> yeah, emojis. they're different. I, yeah. The quote unquote all request hour coming up later, period. Deep cuts. <laughs> Dear God. Uh, comma, no hits. Why are you reading period. the, the... Underline. So they understand. Okay, give, so they understand score. the inflections. Underscore. Underscore. That's what I was thinking. Now let's strike up the polka dot band with Come Gus on, Polanski. Hit it, guys. <laughs> oh, oh, Travis. Gus, hold on a second, Gus. What is happening right now? Tra- Travis is playing his music. No, over. that was the polka dot kids. Were playing, no, so <laughs> the polka dot kids band. Kids. The polka dot band is playing the polka Restaurant. dot music. Okay. There we go. You were playing Mission Impossible. You're right. <laughs> Off to my left, he already introduced himself, playing the Mission Impossible song. He and his wife are here. They help with our kids' church leadership team here and with our ideas and organizing and all that kind of good stuff. Please give a round of applause for Travis and Alexa Johnson, everybody. Thank you. Hey, can you guys clap louder back there, please? 
Put down the gong. There you go. There we go. That sounds good. And uh, over to my right over here, uh, my son-in-law and daughter. And we have the youngest Kidman podcaster in here today, Kyler. How old is Kyler now? Eight months? Ten months. Ten months. Whoa. He has taken the crown from his brother, uh, Justice, who is in the other room with Lolly right now. Speech. Speech. Can can Kyler say anything right now, Taylor? <laughs> he has a pacifier in his mouth. Can he say anything? Hey, Gus, can you turn it down just a little bit? Just just a little bit. Can Kai Kai say anything? He's eating the microphone. Yep. And he's smiling. I wish you could see that picture. All right, Gus. Music goes back up. Let's give a round of applause for Justin, Taylor, and Kyler Binge, everybody. Woo! And he is smiling all five of his teeth trying to eat the microphone. <laughs> Seventeen. My bad. Let's give a round of applause to our band leader and the band, Gus Polinski and the Polka Dot Band, everybody. Give it up for them. I seem to forget them quite often, but I'm trying to recognize them in the lineup as, as much as I can. Oh, last but not least, we have to give recognition to our church janitor and uh, our church youth leader. They are not two different people. It's the same person. Our church janitor. It's like Jesus and God. Yes, all the same and uh, oh, that's just a like strong comparison. That's a strong comparison. Jared the Epic Henry, everybody. Woo! <laughs> and the crowd goes mild. Thank you. Handsome little man. <laughs> not Jared. We're talking to Kyler. Kyler, not Jared. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Um, we need to give you a warning. This this podcast does contain kid men language. <laughs> So that's actually the whippy cushion, but you're close. Oh. Yes, it's in, it's impersonating a fart noise. Oh. That oh. okay. So that stuff is in our podcast. So listener beware. Uh, batteries not included. Please allow four to six weeks for delivery. Four to six weeks. Four to six weeks. Oh, okay. Yes. See dealer for details. Yes. <laughs> Keep frozen until ready for use. Use only as directed. Avoid contact with eyes or skin. If rash occurs, discontinue use. And here we are in Toy Box. Disclaimer, I did not read that. Now, we have, we have solved Restaurant Impossible last time. Woohoo! Oh, wait. And, uh, wait, wait. It's it's I'm since, still recovering from that. Yeah, we solved... I, I, that was a joke. No changes allowed. That wasn't the right... That was... Oh, yes, it was. <laughs> I was going to be like, what's happening? Uh, it's, it's, oh, we could have ran on that. It's actually uh, been Little uh, Caesars all along. <laughs> uh, Great. No, it was Caesars. Golden Corral. It's Golden Corral. Got all of you. <laughs> so it's my we favorite. Have, we have podgings coming up. Jared's statement's coming up here in a second. I do want to ask you guys this here. Uh, I wrote this on my notepad because... Yes. Um, let's see here. <laughs> I, I actually put a toy box uh, list in my notepad here of stuff. I just... Just random stuff I want to talk about. Have you guys... Yes. Ever... No. Well, that answer's I hope that. The I answer, guess I can move I hope the one. answer's like something really bad. That's the moment I was waiting for. You're a committed tax fraud. <laughs> <laughs> have you... Now, this is a Bible question. So, have you ever wondered... Who named everything from the beginning? Now, we know the Bible says that Adam named the animals and stuff. Right. Did, did you ever wonder, because in, early in the Bible, when God gives the commandments about giving sacrifices with the animals and things like that, and they start mentioning body parts like the kidney and the liver, has it ever dawned on anybody, or am I, is that my weird thinking again? No. I'm who like, thought of way back then, yeah. who thought to cut open, you know, of course, you're going to cut open a dead body, and you're going to see all these body parts. Who gave those names? Claudius Maximus. Yeah, that too. Thank right. you. I, I've, I've actually thought that a lot, like, what? 
where do you come up with the stuff? You know, and, like yeah. why why name stick a stick? You know, like yeah. why like a lot of like the English stuff isn't it based off of like Latin? So yeah. was that like well. Well, yeah, I mean, it's still it's still all translated into English for us now, right. but still there was more. We need to ask this question to language. the person who who names the medications because that's got to be an ancestor <laughs> of who named things. Right. I mean, I guess because I mean, those communication in like the, like in Genesis, right? Like, like God was communicating with Adam and Eve. So, what if it's just it just was. Yeah, it just is. It just is. Yeah, I'm sure some theologian out there could give us a real good. Did Adam just start talking? Yes, you have to learn. That's that's why another one. Yeah, I I think I think he just started. I think he just it was there. You know, just like you know, everything else was just there. I I mean, that would well, he was created as a man. Explain drawings. Like, it's like uh, Mowgli. He did. Who taught him how to talk? Am I right? The wolves and Robin Williams. <laughs> yeah, who taught Robin they, Williams and they how to all talk? lucky. All those animals spoke English. Uh, right. Very for Mowgli. Very lucky yeah. they spoke English. But but yeah, really. Uh, I, I get. I would assume that when the Bible says that God created man, when Adam was created, he was created as a man and didn't grow up as a child. That's interesting oh, that's concept. Like so what 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 <laughs> what language was God talking? You know, and that's another thing. I believe God talked to Adam in an audible voice because yeah. that's the way it had to he be. He walked with him. He walked with him and talked to him in the garden every day. So, so, so regard, think, regardless of the think, language. Here's another one. Go, go. Do you think that um, possibly no. even when the people came to see Abraham and he said it was God, do you think it was possible that it was Jesus and that's just his automatic human form? I think he came in so, the form of the so angel. Adam the Bible and, says an angel of the Lord. So, yeah, I think he came... That that's a good one. I've what always if, kind what of if when he was it, walking with Adam and Eve, it was like Jesus. If it was Jesus, he didn't show his face because his face was always. Most times, it was described where his face shines so bright. I believe he came as an angel, Lord, because that's what the scripture describes it as. I have thought the same thing though. I wonder if he come down as the form of Jesus himself, but that kind of contradicts him. You know, I know he's the, the same. Bible. I think he just manifested it in, in the angel, of the Lord. I don't think the body of Jesus came until the actual birth of Jesus himself. Mm-hmm. But that is, it is something to ponder on and, and, and consider. So it's just stuff to make you think and go, hmm. Yeah, like, but, why, is it, why was a kidney named a kidney? Like, why is Exactly. That's, what, that's why I want to know who, who decided, you know, they didn't know what it was used God for. God decided. And it's like, <laughs> it Believe could it be. That. God probably could have spoke. To, uh, he could have been like, early. hey, Adam, just call them these things. Why is or he gave it? them the knowledge to call them that. I understand. Well, what, oh, why are one we body assuming part. that Adam even knew what a kidney was? Or, I'm not saying Adam named the body parts, but I'm talking either about him or, or... It's just, I think that's something that's probably just developed. There's one body part I know where the name came from. That's it. Achilles heel. <laughs> Adam's apple. Adam's apple. Adam's apple. Okay, Tra- he made Travis's it. apple. <laughs> he he called he gave the name for you, Adam's apple, just, so we can give that to Adam. Just pick a part of the body and just name it after you. Like <laughs> so Travis's what body, elbow. Travis's what, elbow. what body parts are mentioned in the Bible? Well, I'm just talking about like rib, rib yeah, ribs, heart, heart definitely. Yeah, the stomach, um, uh, the kidney, the livers. Uh, there were a lot of pieces yeah, of the body so, for yeah. animal sacrifices for yeah, uh, used for sacrifices yeah. and everything. Sorry, so. What? Uh, There's a lot of fighting in the Bible, so I bet you the Garden of Eden <laughs> was just a lot super of advanced organs. and like yeah. crazy technology. I, I just want to know who <laughs> technology. I just want to know who c- 
come up with these words? Who pinned that down and decided to call it that and why? Before they discovered the heart that was the heart, I wonder if they're like, you know what? The stomach is where it's at. Stab the stomach. So. It's uh, the key to the soul. The so stomach. it'd be interesting to find that kind of stuff out. Why did God make a heart a heart shape and not like a cartoon heart shape? Right, <laughs> like Valentine's Day. Heart. How did how, how did we come up with the cartoon heart shape when that's not there's anywhere actually, near? I think there's an answer. That's to true. That. There's, a, there's a, I think if you reach, I'm pretty sure I've researched that before, and there's an actual answer to that one. I just can't remember what it is. I wonder who the first wonder, person who realized. Oh, this is. I want to say it has something to do with Saint Valentine. Shape like a real heart. They opened up the person. Like, huh? That's another thing. The first person <laughs> to do things. Like yeah, that's first exactly person right. to uh, uh, fry an egg. Why would you think to do that? First person to milk a cow. What are you doing? And to find <laughs> coffee beans. Who's yeah. the first person to open yeah. up and see that cherry, that red cherry bean, and think, hmm, what if I take that and bust it open and get that bean inside of it? And what if I get that green bean and roast it and then grind it up and it's the filter s- it through with water it's, it's the same and drink reason it. why there's coffee yeah. Coca-Cola. It happened by accident. <laughs> oh, let's put that. some, let's put some milking an almond. Yeah. <laughs> Let's How put about, some leaves in a bag and put yeah. hot water on it. I seen a see. meme. I seen a meme. It was so funny. It was like it was like somebody went to go talk to God. He was like, "Yeah, they're down there. They just they just didn't really enjoy." I give them all the animals. Yeah, it's like, it's like I give them all the animals, and now they're milking almonds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about this? What about? Mushrooms, like who tested mushrooms? Like this one. Oh, that like was me. dangerous. This one could kill you. That was like, a trippy job. Oh sure. man! <laughs> and how do they fit? Like, oh, this guy's dead. Like, uh-huh. how do they relate? Don't oh, eat they that must one. have eaten a mushroom. Like, <laughs> all right, what if? What if? This what one if, tastes good. To say what was po- well, that was the only one thing. But maybe <laughs> nothing <berry>. poisonous. <laughs> this, that guy's dead. Check. <laughs> don't eat that one. Yeah, when, don't eat that in one. In the garden, what if this up. Nothing was poisonous then. True. But yeah. after the fall, then poisonous right. things happen, probably. Mm-hmm. Do you think? But there was probably. only one thing that they couldn't eat. They actually though. think yeah. that they discover where the uh, Garden of Eden was actually at. It was oh, yeah? Re- yeah, Riverside Apostolic Church. <laughs> <laughs> Going crown. Ancient burial. <laughs> What a funny! That'd be so funny. If there was a golden corral Check. on the plot now. Where that guy said, "That guy's don't eat a golden corral." Check. <laughs> don't eat those mushrooms. Yep. His okay, pa- his pants are brown. <laughs> wow. All right, let's move on into our uh, podging. Okay. Now the moment you've all been waiting for. It's time for Pod Jinx, where horny kids' jokes never grow old. Here's your joy-filled jester, Travis Johnson. Oh, yeah! Hey, Bob! Come in. Thank you. Hello, Chinese restaurant. My take your order, please. Oh, five, ten minutes. <laughs> I just thought of Michael Scott when you just started talking about that. Seinfeld 44. Gotta get my, my joke 10 out. Yes. You ready? Oh, yeah. Hey, you gotta These get are, the kids in here first. Oh, I thought they were in here already. Well, they're in the audience. They get to come in here during. <laughs> Bring in your dog. Good job. You said you want them gone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure the jokes will take care of that. Stop stop doing the Undertaker throat slash to Kyler. Golly, Jared. 50 jokes that are cheesier than a dairy Jared. farm. Family friendly, cheesy jokes. Smell that. Are you still talking? Every time. <laughs> Smell that. Are you ready? We're ready. Dark in here. 
Oh, this is the one that I didn't understand from last time. Remember? Do you understand it now? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, that wasn't a joke yet. That was for real. So, okay. Travis struggles. What happened? <laughs> I, I didn't even get to read it to you guys last time. Well, After. read it it's now. A big, it's a big After. word. Read it waiting for a solid 20 to, seconds. Oh, Let's go. They are family friendly, so I will read it. Oh, my okay. I don't understand it. Did you read it? Uh, yes, last week. How did the cheese? How did the cheese paint his wife? How did the cheese? Can you paint his wife? So the cheese had a cheesy Prime, wife. Primer, huh? cheesecloth, uh, coat. Uh, uh, very, very. How Gouda? did the cheese paint his wife? Cheesecloth, very Gouda. Very careful. Okay, very Gouda. But you know that answer could go with anything, so cheddar than all the others. Cheddar than all the others. Ooh, that's a good cheddar than all the others. That's a good answer to any of these cheese questions. That's a good one. It's probably better than the actual. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just pass it around and just see if? How everyone... would you pronounce this one? Yeah, I'll just you start. He double glow. Kester? Gloucester. Gloucester? Double Gloucester? Double Gloucester. Double Gloucester. He double Gloucester. What's a glo- is Gloucester a cheese? Gloucester. Are we pronouncing that right? How do you spell it? Let me put it on Google. Is that is that a cheese? Hey, Alexa, what cheese is this? Hey, call Bruce. Call, call Bruce. Bruce. Sorry. Call Bruce. He might know. Let's, yeah, let's, let's phone a friend. Let's call, call Bruce call, McKee. Call this. Here. Okay, yeah, let me. What's Bruce's hold on, number? Hold on. Hold on. Is it What's Bruce's Wait. number? What's Bruce's number? I don't know what his number is. Okay, so this ladies is, this and gentlemen, dial, dial nine. Maybe right. we'll get a hold of him. Just, right. just this. My grandson is in here on my lap, and he's got a hold of the soundboard. So please bear with me just for a minute here. And we would like to uh, uh, give give him some earphones. We have, are we out of earphones? See if those things work. Well, Headphones. call him first. We, we have uh, we have a special visitor right now here in our podcast that's just walked in. He he works with us in our kids ministry. His name is Bruce McKee. Everyone, please get him up for Bruce McKee. Thank you, Justice. You got to talk into that microphone. Okay, but you said I'm your grandson. Get, get, get. <laughs> oh, wonderful. What's happening? Oh. The, the oh. studio's falling apart. Oh, no. The, sound the, the soundboard literally just fell to the floor. This is the worst joke ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth it. He, he may not even be working. Is, it, is that Mike? This is working? why we don't I don't know if it's things. even working or not. Hold on. Justice, I need to let you down, buddy. I got, I got, I got to have yeah, an red mic send, better. Send him to me. Let me scoot your chair up a little bit further, Bruce. I have to. Hey. I'm going to try to fix this. While we are on the air here. Um, we're having technical difficulties. Please All right, Bruce, all talk again. Testing. There, there it is. Yay! Thank you very much. We're up. Okay. Can wow. you hear in the earphone? I can. Okay. A little bit. Yeah. Okay, uh, folks, hold on to me. Just, just for a second here. We are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. Okay, we and we're back. Hey, uh, Gus, please turn that off. Thank you, Gus. Gus. All right. Um, <laughs> oh, tears. Okay, we have a room. For, here we go. Okay, Bruce, welcome <laughs> to our podcast here today. Thanks. And uh, yeah, we we are we having a dilemma here right now. <laughs> uh, 
Travis does two jokes for us every podcast called Pod Jinx, and he has a series of cheese questions. Cheesy. Smell that dairy air. Smell that dairy air. Yes. Dairy mm-hmm. air. Air. Got it. Okay. Uh, yeah. There. <laughs> that kind of dairy air, mm. not I that kind of dairy it. air. Okay. Yes. All right. So that's a joke there. Okay. And so, Travis. Say the joke again. It's all the way on the other side of the room. Here, here, here. I'll do the uh, honors. Okay. <laughs> Justin has the card. Read it. How did the cheese paint his wife? Cheddar than all the others. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Oh, no, no, that's I'm not sorry. right. I'm sorry. He double Gloucester. Yeah. You give that to Bruce. Bruce, can you explain that can to us? Can you decipher it, that for it, us? Is that a cheese that brand a cheese? on there? Is Gloucester a cheese? I would just play if he just starts busting out laughing. <laughs> he probably don't even get it. Gloucester. 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 Barely knew her. It sounds like a cheeseburger to me. <laughs> Did you look it up, It says Alexa? it's a cheese, yeah. It's a, also a city in London. Well, I said that. Didn't I? Gloucester? I remember I said, you said yeah. that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Gloucester. It so, says Gloucester. Okay, so we Gloucester. need to give this joke a... Thumbs but it, down. But it's a double Gloucester. Way to go, Travis. I'm going to give this joke the finger. <laughs> Hey. Oh. Thumb finger down. Thumbs, Thumbs down. down. Here, this is That's on the Google. Mm. I give in traffic all the time. All right. Quest, do, question number two. Thing. Just here we go. You ready? We're ready. What happened when the air conditioning in the cheese factory broke? What happened? Something about melting. I feel like to the air conditioning. Can, can you read the one cheese? more time? I sure can. What happened when the air conditioning in the cheese factory broke? You're right, Alexa. It has to do something with melting. Something with melting. Yeah. All, all the cheese shredded? Cheese shredded. Sweating. Uh, what about fondue? Like cheese fondue? Stinky. Hot, stinky fondue. Ooh, fondue is a good one. The fondue factory? Oh. Do you get it? Cheesecake <laughs> Okay, Bruce, what we do, we have 30 seconds to try to I'll guess answer. the answer. Okay. And which we hardly ever do. After that, you can't so, talk ever again. Yes. So, no what's, so what's the answer? There was a meltdown. <gasps> that is a good one. <laughs> Thank you. There was a meltdown. Thank you. Thank you. That was better than the last one. That was a good comeback. Yeah. And who like, said melted? We all said people were saying melted and had something to do with it. That was like I the said first. Shredded. That was the first okay joke. That was a good one. That there was, was the a big meltdown. Okay that was that was that was good. I hate so, it. So. <laughs> All right. All right. But that's that's it for Pod Jinx. And let's go into our next section. (laughs) (laughs) This is called Hold Up. This is Jared's segment where he, I don't know, challenges us, gives us trivia questions. Waste your time. Or waste our time just to fill in for the podcast. Go for it. All right. So, (laughs) something quick and simple Uh, The 10 Plagues. Uh, that happened in Exodus. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys are going to put them in order. <gasps> oh, I always fail on that. Mm. That's mm. good. How, sh- how should I do this? Because it's already in order. Can you list them? Can you list well, How do you want to do it? I'll, I'll guess the 10 I'll, legs. I will, Is that what you uh, said? 10 legs. We're going for the, from the very first oh. plague to the, the 10 right. plagues. Yes. So I can put them out of order the if peg. that's what you want. I can say I need to. I need to have them writ in front of me. Yeah. I feel like we need strips of paper. We can, I guess I can use can, my phone. Okay, there were locusts, I know. The teacher right. in me wants to, to organize. I'm going to say frogs for the first one. 
No. Locusts were the first one. Locust. Travis, no. don't, oh. See, we're going to go through no. and guess them all until we hit it. Tell, me, tell them out of order. The tell water them. turned right. to blood. Uh, livestock pestilence. Oh, Mosquitoes. Uh, killing of firstborns. That's the last one. Yeah. Darkness. <gasps> that's the first one. No. Blood. No. Blood was in the top five. Lice. Mm. Lice. Boils. Boils. Hail. Hail. Mm. And uh, did I say frogs? Yes. How many do you got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I think it was hail. I said hail. hail. Locust, mm-hmm. dark. Uh, no, I'm saying them in order. All right, you got oh, okay. killing. Well, I wouldn't remember it anyway right now. Dark. dark. Oh, wait, no, I have dark. I'm trying to think of all of them to get all 10 One, to begin two, with. three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Right? Jack? One, two, three, four, five, six. Say, just say them. Nine. Say them. We have nine. Frogs, livestock, firstborn. Wait, like, okay, go ahead. Blood, lice, boils, hail, locusts. Is it the first five? Did I say boils? Four? Yeah. Yeah, I, you said boils. Did I say flies? Flies, flies no. Flies. Okay, flies. All right, put them in order, suckers. <laughs> lice. Um, first one's lice. Er, first one's flies. Mm. No. It's the first one on Boils. Boils? No. No. Mm. Hurricanes. Hail. Hurricanes. It's probably the most well-known story, probably. It was like... Is it well, frogs? No. The water turned to blood. Blood. Thank you. I said it was in the top five. I can't remember. All right. Blood was the first one. Number two. What happened next? Now the frogs. Mm. Yes. Yes. Thank you. After frogs. Lice. Yes. Are you reading this? No. I just. All right. Next. The flies. There you go. Thank you. All right. What's after that? Locusts. Nope. No. Hail. Nope. Mm. First uh, livestock. No livestock. 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 Did I say that? Yep. Yeah, they oh, were okay. dead stock, though, I think. All right, what's next? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Boils? Boils. That's next. Boils. Correct. Bruce had boils. Excuse me? What was after boils? <laughs> I, had, I didn't I had, tell anybody about that. I had <laughs> boils. Personal. I had boils under my armpits, and uh, it's not sure. Uh, okay. Hail. I don't know whether to laugh or vomit. It, it happens. <laughs> it, it happens. Oh, I remember this. Okay, let's not go this. down that alley, okay? <laughs> I'll show you pictures. After. <laughs> um, uh, what's after boils? Locusts. Nope. You're, it has to be sometime. Boils. Hail. Yep. It, oh, hail. All right, what's after? Sorry hail? about that. <laughs> locusts. That was a there slip. you go. Yeah. What'd you say? After locusts? After hail was locusts. Then darkness. Then darkness. And then last one. Last Obviously. Is. Firstborners. Firstborners are going down. Yeah, first boys. <laughs> All right, that that's my it. segment. Bye. All right, Good that's job. it. Thanks, Jared. Jared Boils. <laughs> okay, uh, Justin and Taylor had to leave because little Justice and little Kyler were getting kind of. Justice hasn't had a nap all afternoon. I thought it was because I haven't either. Okay, so just for the record, <laughs> he didn't like Jared's segment. We got rid of two, and we got Bruce. Yeah, what a deal! Wow. I know, right? Trade it up, two for we'll one. Trade it up. So, uh, yeah, Bruce is here to help us with our kids' church uh, meeting here. We're getting ready to jump into. So, anything else before we go out, guys? After this, I do have an idea for your guys' thing. Oh, please join us. Yes. No, just I'll just tell you. I gotta go. Though. Okay. I have an idea for. He's t-shirt. too good for us. That's right. He's gotta go get our order. 
Our, no, our no, wife he's got to go get us. Yeah, you got to get our order. He's got to go get our <laughs> Chinese. We got a. Uh, I have a good idea for T-shirts. How about T-shirts for adults, but they have baby sayings on them, like "handsome little man." But for like, adults, like, like, like the oh, ones like Kyler oh, like wears. Kyler's uh, wearing that. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. for adults. Okay. Mommy's my best friend. Mommy loves me. Like, I would wear that shirt. <laughs> no, you act, what you do, this is what you do. You actually get that shirt that he has. You get the infant shirt that says, handsome little man, and you just kind of like sew it onto an adult shirt, <laughs> like it's stuck there, yeah. and then you're wearing it now. Yeah, no one can take my idea. <laughs> well, no, I got that part of it. I don't it, think anyone's going to take it. On this. Okay. I think you're safe. <laughs> hey. Hey, you never know. It could be the next puffy shirt. Mm-hmm. Puffy shirt. Puffy shirt. Seinfeld. Oh. Yep. Thank you. I okay. want to be a big baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Are we done? Yeah. Nope. All right. Yes. Let's get out of here. Carol, take us out of here. Far Thanks nice. for listening to us. And we'll see you next time. Well, we won't see you, but Thank you. we'll talk to you. Thank you, Bruce, for joining us today. Thank you. Bruce, McKee, everybody. You're going to say his address and phone number? <laughs> Diamond Ridge Subdivision South Division Yeah In Morgantown, West Virginia Once they find Diamond Ridge You're, you're in there somewhere So just hit them all up Can't go wrong, believe me Yes, it's Uh, what do you call it? You have segments. That first sip feel. Mike. Michael. Hey, Mike. Michael. 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 Yep. This concludes the mic check. Did they redo Damn. the power These pretzels are making me thirsty. You know they're redoing iCarly too? <laughs>